Coming up in today's episode of Locked On Nittany Lions, we have more audio of James Franklin from Big Ten Media Day. Let's get started. You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's the big day you NBA fans have been waiting for. Check out NBA Draft Go Chad Ford, Locked On NBA Draft host Rafael Barlow, and Locked On NBA host John Carlos. They'll be live this year covering all things NBA Draft. It's Locked On NBA Draft 2021, and it's brought to you by Built Bar. You'll get local expert analysis on every pick as they come in, so make sure you're following Locked On NBA on YouTube right now. And don't forget the coverage starts tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern. Maybe your NBA team of choice is going to choose their next franchise player. Maybe they're looking for those final pieces. They're going to have you all covered on the NBA Draft live show tonight on YouTube starting at 7 p.m. Eastern. What's going on, everybody? My name is Kevin McGuire. I'm the host here of Locked On Nittany Lions. We bring you daily Penn State football coverage Monday through Friday. You can check us out on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm the editor of Nittany Lions Wire, part of the USA Today Sports Media Group. Check us out at NittanyLionsWire.com. I'm also a contributor to Athlon Sports. And as I said, I am the host here bringing you Penn State commentary one day through Friday, five days a week, and we cannot wait to get this upcoming season started. We have a lot to look forward to. It is my third season covering Penn State football in this podcast format for you guys, but it is the first time I'm going to get a chance to start an actual full, hopefully uninterrupted regular season from start to finish. Cannot wait to get it all started, but we still have some days of summer to enjoy, and we still have some quotes from James Franklin and a couple Penn State players to hear from from Big Ten Media Day, courtesy of our friends from Fox 43. If you didn't get a chance to listen to yesterday's podcast, hopefully you'll do that. Had a chance to talk with Todd Sadowski, the sports program director over at Fox 43 and Central PA. Get some of his impressions and some of his uh, observations from Big Ten Media Day because he was there in person. And if you want to hear some more James Franklin quotes, we actually shared some earlier in the week courtesy of Fox 43. And we'll do that again in today's podcast. But first, I just want to kind of touch on the latest developments that we have seen as far as conference realignment is concerned. As I'm recording this on a Wednesday evening, we're seeing word come out that the Big 12 has sent a cease and desist letter to ESPN accusing ESPN of interfering or at least reaching out and having some potentially formal discussions about a remaining Big 12 member that's not Texas or Oklahoma about potentially leaving for another conference. That's pretty much all we know about it, but we do know that there has been a lot of talk about whether or not the Big 10 will pick up a team or two from what is left of the Big 12. Some of the popular names that have been thrown out there include Kansas, Oklahoma State, Iowa State, and you know how I feel about this hopefully by now. I'm not a huge fan of Big 10 expansion just for the sake of expansion, but it is very interesting to see the Big 12 coming out and accusing ESPN of potentially interfering with the long-term sustainability of the Big 12 conference. I don't think that this is a conference that's going to last much longer. I think we are seeing the beginning of the official end of the Big 12 conference as we knew it. Uh, whether or not ESPN was reaching out to any schools, I don't know for sure, but there is no question in my mind that there are other schools around the Big 12 that have seen Oklahoma and Texas declare that they are going to be on their way out. And these are for schools that are looking for ways to provide their own sustainability and conference stability for years to come. 
The Big Ten makes sense for a lot of the schools entering the Big 12. Maybe not so much for Pac-12 teams. Maybe not. So, maybe one for the ACC in West Virginia. I think that's been a popular talking point as well. I think a lot of West Virginia fans would like to be a part of the ACC. Obviously, they would get to renew their rivalry with Pitt, uh, the backyard ball, which would be kind of fun to see, although I'm a little greedy. I would like to see West Virginia and Pitt play Penn State every year, but you know that's a little bit of an old school line of thinking, I think, at this point. But it is going to be very contentious times around the Big 12 circles, and we know that the Big 10 is just kind of standing there, wondering what it's going to do, whether it's going to expand or not. And just kind of soak in the scenery around them. I've said before, I don't think that there's a need for the Big Ten to expand. I would probably go against expansion at this point because I don't think that there are any really significantly uh, or schools that significantly improve what the Big Ten already is. Now, I've already seen some of the discussions that are probably going a little bit the extra mile with regard to conference expansion of such as throwing out ideas like Ohio State joining the SEC as the SEC is building this super mega mega conference uh, that's not necessarily just southeastern schools. Obviously, a big step towards that probably is the addition of Oklahoma and Texas. Uh, Clemson and Ohio State, I think, were the, the two schools that I saw that were kind of linked together in that hypothetical uh, discussion. I don't know how much uh, weight this one carries, but it is pretty interesting. And now we're seeing some people talking about the Big Ten reaching out and bringing in Oregon, USC. I, I don't think we're going to get that far, folks. That's just my personal opinion. I have been proven wrong time and time again, though, so I would not put it past me to be wrong once again. I would still love to know what you guys have to say. What do you want the Big Ten to do? In your ideal world, seeing everything that's already happening and it will be happening very soon, where do you think the Big Ten should go? Should the Big Ten expand? I think that is the biggest question on my mind. Over on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash lines. that's what I'm asking you guys this week. And in our Friday episode, we'll kind of recap some of the opinions and thoughts that you guys had on our Facebook page. But you want to join that discussion, head over to our Facebook page, look for our week-long poll question. It's not necessarily a poll. It's really more just kind of gauging your conversation and comments and getting your feedback on a particular topic this week at least. So I would love to hear what Big Ten expansion ideas and thoughts you have, and we'll talk about it in tomorrow's episode. Our Football Friday episode, we're not quite a Football Friday just yet, but get ready for it because this season is going to be creeping up on us pretty quickly. And with the return of a college football season means the return of tailgating. Of course, if you want to tailgate this year, you got to make sure your car or truck is in proper working condition. And if you need anything for that vehicle, Gotta go to Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is the family business that have been serving their customers all of their auto parts supply needs for 20 years with the most efficient and straightforward ordering process. Look, if you need a part for your car, you know how stressful it can be. You know you hate going into the auto parts store, looking through those little cross-reference guides in the middle of the aisle, pushy salesman trying to come up to you and try to upsell you. You don't have to worry about that with Rock Auto because you can do it all from the comfort of your home. And it doesn't matter what you drive. You just go to rockauto.com, you enter the make and model of your car or your truck, and it brings you up their entire catalog of everything they have available for you. And of course, they're gonna give you the best prices available, whether you're a complete car junkie or a complete car noob, doesn't matter. They're gonna treat you like family. That's what a family business does. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Don't forget to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. 
Yesterday on the podcast, we had Todd Sadowski, the sports program director at Fox 43 in Central PA, and he was kind enough to not only share some thoughts and observations from Big Ten Media Day with us in an interview for the podcast, but he was also kind enough to pass along some audio clips from Big Ten Media Day last week involving James Franklin, head coach of Penn State, of course, and a couple of players, Tariq Castro Fields and P.J. Mustafer. Now, earlier in the week, we shared some of those audio clips from James Franklin, and I wanted to get back to that in today's podcast, and I think... Uh, you're going to find it pretty interesting what he has to say because one of the big topics of conversation has really been focusing this offseason on the quarterback situation. We all know it's going to be Sean Clifford or bust as far as Penn State's offense is concerned, and the reason for that is because they haven't been able to develop or find a solid backup quarterback that has much experience. So the idea was that Penn State was probably going to be pulling the quarterback out of the transfer portal this offseason, Unfortunately, that has not happened since the spring football season started, the spring football practices were held, and now we're just kind of in a holding pattern waiting to see if Penn State is ever going to tap into that transfer portal to get a quarterback. So at this point in time, you move forward with the expectation that you obviously have Sean Clifford as your third-year starting quarterback. I don't think there's any question about that. But what happens behind Sean Clifford? So obviously, James Franklin was asked about that at Big Ten Media Day. Here's what he had to say. Yeah, you know, um, Taquan has always been able to throw the football and has been a playmaker. I think it was Gatorade Player of the Year in, in, in the state of New Jersey. You know, he's had an opportunity to, to grow and, and watch Sean uh, and watch from Sean's success and learn from Sean's adversity as well. All these things are really important. Um, and he's also been able to gain a lot of reps, but it's time for him to take the next step, right? And we need him to, and that's... That's how he leads. That's how he prepares. One of the things I think is, is really challenging across the board, and specifically at the quarterback position, is you must train and prepare as if you're the starter. You've heard that forever, coaches saying that. But very few people do that. Very few people have the discipline to do it. And if you do when your time calls, the likelihood is you'll be ready. And it's just making sure that whether it's Christian Veyu or whether it's Taquan Roberson or whether it's any of the other guys at our position, can you honestly look yourself in the mirror and say, I am preparing and training so when the time comes, I will be ready. Um, and that, that's what all of our guys have done. And I've seen really flashes of that with Taquan. But to back to the way I answered one of the questions earlier, it's about consistency, right? Can, can the players and can the staff depend that you're going to be the same guy every single day you wake up in the morning, put your shoes on, and go to the facility? Just like I, I have a responsibility to show up and be the same guy day in and day out. And, and you need that across the board with all your positions, but specifically the quarterback position. Yeah, stop us if you've heard that phrase before. You have to prepare if you're the backup as if you're ready to be the starting quarterback. And and I think if you go back to hearing what James Franklin had to say about the quarterback situation in the spring, that was certainly his biggest concern. Because when you have Taquan Roberson, who obviously he was uh, leading off those comments by referring to, or Christian Velu, uh, there is a real lack of experience and snaps that you can rely on. Because you really don't know if that player is going to be able to lead that offense the way that you've built it until he's put in a situation where he has to step on the field and deliver. So I've always said, take on Roberson, Christian Velu, they may be great. They may be great from the very start, but you just don't know. 
And that's where the comfort of having an experienced backup quarterback option really comes into play because it can alleviate some of those concerns a little bit. You have a history of a player to kind of fall back on and you kind of know what to expect on the collegiate level. That's why uh, Will Levis was certainly a valuable backup option for Penn State last year. That's why they felt comfortable throwing Will Levis in as the starting quarterback when Sean Clifford was certainly going through a funk at the start of the last season. So Will Levis gets the start against Nebraska. Obviously, it didn't go very well. <laughs> Sean Clifford found his way back into leading the offense uh, relatively soon. So there's a luxury there. And if you didn't have Will Levis to rely on last year, what would you have done? Uh, so obviously that's the concern and that's why Penn State and uh, sorry head coach James Franklin was kind of stressing on the importance of maybe finding the right fit out of the transfer portal to put in there as a backup option should you need it again maybe you don't need it maybe Sean Clifford's just going to be fantastic and maybe take one where we're saying Christian Velu maybe they do get their opportunity to step in and perform and absolutely crush it uh, when given that opportunity, whether it's as a, a backup in some junk time at the end of a game of a blowout or a game that's obviously well decided, or if they have to go straight into the fire and replace an injured or struggling Sean Clifford when the team really needs a little bit of a spark. We just don't know. And that is the great unknown going into the season. And I think that's one of the areas of concern. As optimistic as I am about what Penn State can do this year, certainly on offense, it is a concern that I think is going to be pretty important to away uh, moving forward because if Sean Clifford needs to take a break for whatever the reason may be, I don't know what to expect out of this offense with a quarterback who has very, very limited experience, if any experience at all. So obviously, it's still a concern for James Franklin. You know, I got the sense that maybe he's a little bit more comfortable with the situation now than he was at the beginning of the spring in the middle of spring football i maybe i'm reading it wrong but that was the sort of vibe i got in just hearing that quote right there i'm not saying that james franklin is ready to move forward and say that this is our backup and he's going to be ready to go from day one maybe he's just saying that as a confidence boost but i just feel as though there's a little bit of a different way that he's presenting these comments so Maybe it's just getting some more experience and maybe more of a comfort with what Taquan Roberson is doing in the offseason or what Christian Velu is showing in the offseason, or maybe it's just coach speak. I don't know. I don't think anybody really knows. But in the meantime, I guess you just cross your fingers and hope you don't even have to really worry about this once the fall kicks off. Another thing you don't have to worry about is where you're going to place your bets on all the Penn State games this upcoming season or the second half of the baseball season or the second half of the Olympics. It doesn't matter where you're trying to place some sports bets. The best place to do it is with Bet Online. They are the fastest and easiest way to bet on all the sports action from college football to the Olympics to everything in between. Bet Online has you covered with all the latest odds. They've got prop bets. You can check out all the futures for the upcoming season. Bet Online has so many ways to get in on the action and they make it incredibly easy to do so. All you have to do is go to their website at betonline.ag and you can sign up for a free account. It doesn't cost you a penny to get registered with your email address. And then once you're signed up and you're ready to place that first deposit into your account and get started, make sure you use the promo code locked on. That's L O C K E D O N. BetOnline is going to give you a 50% welcome bonus on top of whatever your first deposit is. It's uncapped, unlimited, so no matter what you're putting in, you use the promo code locked on. BetOnline is going to throw in 50% on top of that. Folks, that is free money. You'd be crazy not to take advantage of that opportunity. 
And of course, if you listen to the Locked On Bets podcast, they're going to help give you some good advice to make the best bets possible. So one more time, head to the website, betonline.ag. You can do it on your laptop or even on your phone and sign up today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using the promo code Locked On. BetOnline is your online sportsbook experts. Coming up in tomorrow's podcast, we're going to take a couple more minutes to listen to some things that James Franklin had to say with regard to getting a chance to play in front of a packed Beaver Stadium and what some of the remaining offseason plans are for he and the coaching staff as they get ready for the start of the training camp and, of course, the 2021 season to follow. We also have a few audio clips from two of Penn State's top defensive leaders in Tariq Castro-Fields and P.J. Mustafer. So come back tomorrow if you're enjoying this kind of uh, look back to Big Ten Media Day. We've got some more from James Franklin and two of Penn State's top players going into the upcoming season. Again, thank you so much to Todd Sadowski and the team at Fox 43 for providing these audio clips for me to share with you guys as well. I do have one final snippet from James Franklin kind of talking about the running back situation. And I believe the question was leading up with uh, something about Kevon Lee, who had a little bit of a breakout opportunity last season, had a big game against Michigan, kind of showed some of the flashes of what he can potentially bring to the table despite being a freshman last year. And as you know, the running back situation looked like it was going to go into the 2020 season as one of the best in the Big Ten, with Journey Brown and Noah Kane leading the charge following their brilliant performance in the Cotton Bowl at the end of the 2019 season. As we know now, obviously Journey Brown had to medically retire prior to the start of the season, so he no longer plays football. That was a big blow to the Penn State depth at the running back position, but what was even more devastating was the fact that Penn State lost Noah Kane pretty much after the season kicked off against Indiana. He got injured, I believe, the first play of the game, or uh, very one of the first plays of the game last year and it ended up being a season-ending injury. So going into the 2020 season, you feel like you've got two of the best running backs in the Big Ten, and now all of a sudden you're scrambling. You're trying to figure something out. Devin Ford obviously uh, wasn't quite ready for the spotlight, had the uh, unfortunate touch, the most unfortunate touchdown of the season last year. I felt so bad for him. I still do. I do think that Devin Ford's a player to keep an eye on coming into the season. I still think he can be a, a contributor. Uh, but like I said, Kevon Lee was one of the players that got a chance to get some opportunities as a result of the depth issues. And coming into the season, you know, if Noah Kane is healthy, they've added Baylor transfer, Jonathan Lovett. Uh, you've still got Devin Ford. you still got Kevon Lee. You have some pretty good options in the running game, and you can probably mix it around a little bit. Here's what James Franklin had to say uh, specifically about Kevon Lee and, of course, the entire running back picture coming into the 2021 season. Yeah, I don't like to use the word surprise. Um, obviously, we didn't anticipate that he was going to be in that position. Obviously, we recruited him for a reason. And then I think when he showed up on campus, we realized we had something special. Uh, for the people here that, that have been to a bunch of our games and are able to get up close, as you saw as a freshman, he didn't look like a freshman. I mean, his lower body is, is probably close to Saquon as, as we've had in terms of the size, the thickness, the, the muscle mass. His calves are ridiculous. Um, so it didn't completely surprise us, but we didn't anticipate it, if, if that makes sense. Um, but I also think it, this is going to bring out the best in him because this isn't one of these situations where you had two in injuries in front of you and it, you kind of were just thrown into the position. Now, now he's going to be battling every single day uh, to, to earn it. Um, and that's with Noah, 
and that is with Devin, and that is with Kaziah and all the guys that we have in that room. And, and Kevon obviously did some great things. I think, I think we were one of the only team in college football to have three, three running backs on the Doak Walker Award that went out the other day. I think that's accurate. Um, I'll take that. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll take that every year if possible. I don't know what the other awards are, but I'd like that at every single position if you guys can help with that. James Franklin is right. Penn State is the only school in the country with three players appearing on the watch list for the Doak Walker Award, which of course goes to the nation's top running back every season. Those three players being Noah Kane, John Lovett, the, the Baylor transfer, and of course, Kevon Lee. So Penn State looks like they're in a pretty good spot as far as the running back position is concerned. And this is kind of uh, the opposite of what it is with the quarterback situation that we were just talking about. Penn State feels pretty comfortable with the depth and the quality depth that they have at the running back position. And they brought in the Baylor transfer, John Lovett, who is an experienced back. He has experience being a starting running back for a power conference program. So that gives you the luxury and comfort of knowing that you have a guy that you you know that can handle the job. And that's what they're lacking at the quarterback position. But yes, the, the running back situation looks like it be, could be a really solid strength for Penn State this upcoming season. Obviously, health is going to be the concern because Noah Kane has been banged up at times during the last couple of seasons so it is fair to have that as a question mark is he going to be durable enough for the upcoming season if he is Penn State's in a great spot because I think that Noah Kane is a really good running back and I feel like they've got pretty good players around the running back position that they they can use to their advantage so I'm looking forward to seeing what the running game does I think the offensive line is probably going to be one of the best that we've seen under James Franklin I know we've feel like we say that on a regular basis, but that really is the fact that the offensive line continues to improve as far as quality and depth is concerned the more time goes by. Coming off those recruiting sanctions, Penn State's offensive line is probably in its best shape yet since those sanctions were lifted. So all things considered, lots of things to like about this offense. I've said that I don't know how many times on this podcast this offseason, but I'm excited about what this offense can do. So, as I said, we do have a couple more sound bites from James Franklin. We'll get into that in tomorrow's episode. And we do have the audio clips of Tariq Castro Fields and PJ Mustafer that we will share as well. So, more sound bites from Big Ten Media Day still to come. So, make sure you come back and check out tomorrow's podcast and we'll share more of that with you. It's also our five star Friday uh, episode. So, if you have a five star review on any of those podcasting platforms, if we see it, we're going to give you a shout out and show our appreciation for you guys supporting our podcast as well. We hope you're enjoying us on the awesome Odyssey app. It's a great app that you can have on your phone. You can take all your favorite podcasts, all your favorite sports radio stations, and your music and your news. You can take it with you on the go, listen to it in the car. It is absolutely your one-stop shop for all things podcasts and entertainment. So make sure you got that Odyssey app on your phone. Of course, we're available on all the other podcasting apps as well, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So leave those five-star ratings and reviews coming in. Help continue to support our podcast moving forward as we continue to grow and get ready for the start of the 2021 season. Don't forget, you can also reach out to us on our social media platforms. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch, all using the username LockedOnNittany. And before we go, I want to remind you guys that the NBA draft coach Chad Ford, a Locked On NBA draft host Raphael Barlow, and Locked On NBA host John Carolus, they're going to be live this year covering all things NBA draft. So you want to make sure you tune in to the Locked On NBA Draft 2021 brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. You're going to get local expert analysis on each pick of the NBA draft as they come in from all of our great hosts across the Locked On Podcast Network's NBA channel. So make sure you're following Locked On NBA on YouTube today. And watch our live coverage beginning at 7 p.m. Eastern tonight 
That's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Nittany Lions. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Kevin McGuire. I'm the editor of NittanyLionsWire.com, part of the USA Today Sports Media Group. And you can also check me out contributing to AthlonSports.com as well. Give me a follow on Twitter, at KevinOnCFB. Let me know you listened to today's episode. And, of course, come back and check out tomorrow's episode as we finish up another week, getting you closer and closer to the start of the Penn State football season. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow.